Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I hope you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, I'm going to read from 2 Peter chapter 1, and I'm going to read just one verse, verse 3. Peter is writing, writing to the very early Christians. Now, these early Christians were not people that were born into the church. These were people deciding into the church. Uh, for someone like me, and I know there are many people not like me, but for someone like me, I was raised in a Catholic family. I was baptized as a baby. I went to a Catholic school. I did all the Catholic sacramental things that you progressively do. In many ways, it was chosen for me. And I had to, at some point, come along and choose that faith myself. I was only talking to some friends the other day who themselves were saying, I never got to choose. I never got to choose. For me, I was just raised in it. It was assumed that I would have this faith. Well, choice is a very, very important part of it. As someone once said to me many years ago, God's got no grandchildren. Just because your parents believe doesn't mean that you necessarily believe, but it is their responsibility to pass the faith on to you. But at some point you have to say, uh, I believe and it's my faith within me. It's not good enough just to believe because it was told to you or it was given to you. You have to own it for yourself at some point in time. Some of the best advice I've ever had around my faith. And Peter writes to these early Christians because with these early Christians, there wasn't a before. They were leaving the religious ways or structures that they had known to choose a new way, an exciting way, but also an uncertain way. And so Peter wants to write to them to encourage them. We're going to look at one verse and then I'm going to look at another verse uh, tomorrow. And it says this, and this is how we're in, the, we're in the middle of this series called How God's Promises Can Bless Us. How God's Promises Can Bless Us. And so I'm going to build a little bit today and a bit more tomorrow. In uh, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, His divine power has given us everything needed for life and goodness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Again, his divine power has given us everything needed for life and goodness, godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Now, this verse is packed with information, but it can be a little uh, dense. So have a look at it again. Let's just highlight the words, his divine power. His divine power, in other words, it is God who does What's about to be written? It's God who does it. Let's highlight the next few words. Has given us everything needed. So God, through his power, has given us everything needed. Now, keep in mind, Peter is writing to people who are Christians, have just decided to become Christians. They haven't had a history of this. They're also doing it in a, in a period of time when they're doing it in a period of time when there's a lot of persecution of the church around and of the early Christians because it was different. So in his divine power, what God has done, has given us everything needed. He's given you everything you needed, even though you've been persecuted, even though this is the first time you've been Christian, he's given you everything needed for life and for godliness. So God has given you everything that you need to do life. And God has given you everything that you need to live in a godly manner in the way that God is calling you to do. Through the knowledge of him. How? Through the knowledge of him. Through the knowledge of him. So in his divine power uh, has given us everything needed for life and goodness. How? Through the knowledge of him who called us. The knowledge of him who called us. Now, whenever we read the word knowledge, most people immediately go to intellect. 
uh, and that's a good understanding that people would. But knowledge is far more than just book study. Uh, knowledge is more than just uh, intellect in that sense. Knowledge has many different aspects to it. And what, and what Peter is saying to them, it is, it is his divine power has, been give, has given us everything needed for life and goodness through the knowledge of him. So the way we receive this power, the way we receive all that God has given us for life and goodness, the, the promise of God is that through the knowledge of him. So there's book learning. Tremendously important, that sort of learning. But then there's the learning that comes from relationship. Uh, there's the learning that comes from uh, of knowing someone. For example, my wife, Rosemary, uh, when I first met her, what I came to realize was here was someone who was kind and generous. I couldn't read that about her. I had to experience it. I have seen Rosemary do what many of you have done as parents. I have seen Rosemary through the years with our five children go without many meals in order that they could, our children could eat, particularly when life was tough for us in the early days uh, when we didn't have much. I've seen Rosemary go without a tremendous amount. I've seen Rosemary just be so passionate about people and caring for people and being kind and generous with people. I have seen a strength in Rosemary that I would never have understood unless I'd had a bird's eye view, close up view of it. And, uh, there's an, and so therefore I have a knowledge of Rosemary that's not gonna come from books. And so knowledge has this two aspects. It has what we learn and what gets passed on to us as information, and then knowledge that comes from relationship. Think about the people that you love and know. There would be a knowledge you have about them that other people wouldn't know. And so when we go back and read this again, his divine power has given us everything needed for life and godliness, highlight that, through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Now, if you have a look, it's almost like a circle. And it says, it says his divine power has, been given a, has given us everything needed for his life and godliness through the knowledge of him by his own glory and goodness. So it's by his divine power. In other words, what happens is the knowledge that we come to of God comes because God gives it to us. God allows us to have experience of him. And so it comes because of his own glory, his own goodness. God keeps helping us. And it comes back to God and back to God and back to God over and over and over again. And it's the reason why our prayer is, Lord, your will be done. Lord, your way be done. Lord, may I submit my life to you. And so... What Peter is saying to the early Christians, what Peter is saying to us is everything you need to face the challenges you have in life right now, everything you need for life and to be a godly person in that you have right now, exactly in the place where you are. That's what the scripture tells us. And we know it through what we read and learn through the church. We know it through our own encounter over time and we come face to face with God's glory and God's goodness. It's God who does it within us. Well, as we finish today, can I ask you, as I do every week, can I ask you if you would financially support us and support me to proclaim the gospel? We can't take this message out without your help. There are so many people who need to know the message of Jesus and need to know of his glory in their life. And so every week I ask you if you would help me to share the gospel with more people. And there are many of you who share stories about having found us, uh, about your life being changed, about some of the so marriages being changed, about people who have made tremendous decisions in their careers, people who have come to such a deeper faith. And the only reason that's happened is because so many of you have helped make that possible.
I call everybody who helps our faith builders uh, because that's what you're doing, helping build the faith of people. And to all of those people who give on a regular basis, our faith builder partners, I seriously couldn't do it without you. They're people who've gone into our website and set up a way to do it over and over. And so I'm asking, would you stand with me? I'm not shy to ask because I realize that to the, that the gospel won't go forth unless we send it forth. Well, as a sign of my, just my thanks to you for doing that, my most recent book is called Start Strong. And Start Strong is all about starting from the place where you are. And we're always starting, aren't we, out in life from the places where we are. To everybody who contributes today, I'll send you this as just a sign of my love and affection and thanks. And the fact that you will know that people's lives will be changed because of your contribution uh, today. Hey, thank you for standing with me. Let me pray for you. Loving Father, I thank you today that you're with us. And Lord God, I thank you that you want us to start strong from the place where we are. You want us to go further uh, and deeper into you. That's what St. Peter was saying to these Christians. You know, even though this is a new step and it's a scary step, everything you need is given to you by God. And as you come to a deeper knowledge of him in terms of your mind, but also knowledge of him in your experience, you grow in strength and you come to see his goodness and his glory more and more. And everything you need is there. Lord, that's the message that we want to take out to the whole world, because it's certainly true in my life. Bless all that who contribute and bless all who receive this message today in their heart. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. You can go to the Give tab or you can go to this address on the screen. Hey, thanks everybody. God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.